This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Um, okay, we are discussing uh, the inclinations. We were talking about the two inclinations, the Yitzhah HaTov and the Yitzhah Hara. So how do they fit into the system? Very interesting. So we, had, we talked about last time, the, uh, the, the uh, persons, when they're doing something, that's a dart. A person all the time, the dart is working. When you're functioning normally as a human being, your dart is working, your dart, your, your knowledge is, is working. And then behind the knowledge is your subconscious. We said the subconscious was the Bina. And behind that is the Chokhmah. Behind that is the Chokhmah. And the Chokhmah talks to the Bina through visions. And the Chokhmah, and the, unfortunately our subconscious, you know, we, we're living uh, subconscious is like a dream state. So you don't know what's right, what's wrong, what's, what's really a truthful message, not a truthful message. It's a mess, mess going on. It's a mess over there. So, and the subconscious is involved with the dart and involved with the chokhmah. So you have the subconscious in between the chokhmah and the dart. So the, the chokhmah and the dart can't talk to each other. They've got to go through the subconscious. And that's what meditation does. Meditation does, it removes, it goes, it makes a path through the subconscious to the chokhmah directly. That's what meditation should do. So the question now, where in the system is the inclinations? Where is the good and the bad? Right, so the Talmud says it's by by the entrance lepeta chatat robets. Rashi brings down over there that the Yitzhar Haran raised on top of the two entrances of the heart, two ventricles of the heart, which obviously what is the heart? So Rambam says the heart. Whenever the Gemara says the heart, it's talking about the mind. The Yitzhar Haran, the Yitzhar Tov, in the mind. The heart is the mind. Okay, so let's discuss that. So this is very interesting. We're on page eighty. And we're going to talk about the two inclinations. We started last week, we started talking about it, Rav Chaim Vital um, in Sharek Kedusha. So Rav Chaim Vital was the author of all the books of the Arizal. He wrote the books of the Arizal, basically. The Arizal never wrote any books. He wrote a Pizmon. He wrote some Pizmonim, Azameh Bishvachim, and others, uh, right? But he never wrote a, his own uh, Kedushim on Kabbalah. He never wrote, Arizal never wrote anything. The, Rav Chaim Vital wrote everything for him. The Shmona Shearim, the, the eight gates of, of Chokmah. So Rav Chaim Vital says, Rav Chaim Vital was 1542 to 1620. He says that the Neshama, the divine soul, which comes from the Sfirot, right, the souls of Israel are created by the lower two, right, Zainuk, whatever, the souls are created from them, from the Sfirot, are, have in them good and evil energies, which he calls angelic energies, whatever that means, angelic energies, and the nature of these energies can best be exam- examined by the term Yetzer. What does the word Yetzer mean? What's the word Yetzer from? And the answer to the word Yetzer is from the word to create. Yetzer. Yetzer or... We talk about Asher Yatsar, right? The brachot of going to the bathroom, Asher Yatsar, that God created man. So Yudsari Resh is an interesting word. It's Yetzer and it's also Yatsar. It's the word used for inclination. It's also the word used for creation. Which is creation of something from something else, we said. Bore is creation of something from nothing. Yudsar is creation of something something else. When it came to creation of man, God used the word Yetzer. Why? Because man was created from something else. From the Adama. Adam was from the Adama. So it's Yetzer. So, but in, in Breshit... Right? In Bereshit, in chapter 2, it says, Vayitzer ta'adam. Vayitzer. Hashem elokim ta'adam. Hashem elokim made, created man, Vayitzer, with two yuds. Oh, what's these two yuds for? Okay. So that's our question. Why does it have two yuds? Here we're going to talk about it. So there's a beautiful Gemara. 
This is Gemara in Brachot, Tafsamach Aleph. Hopefully we'll get there, you know, eventually. I don't know when we're going to get there. We're doing Brachot on, uh, on Tuesday nights, right? So we're going to get there, and there's Gemara. And the Gemara says, I'm just going to quote you the Gemara. This Gemara is in Daf Samach Aleph Amad Aleph, 61a in Brachot. Darash Rav Nachman Barav Chesta. Rav Nachman, the son of Rav Chesta, learnt. Why does it say, Hashem, with two yuds, Katubishne Yudin? question. Why does it just say with one yud? Yitzer, creation is with one yud. Why does it have two yuds? Hashem created in man two inclinations. One, two yud stand for one yitzer atov, a good inclination. And the other one, the yitzer which is the bad inclination. So the says, one second. Rav Nachman Yitzhak asked the question on Rav Nachman, the son of Rav Chista. So Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak, Rav Nachman, the son of Yitzhak, is asking a question Rav Nachman Bar Chista. So you can see, Nachman was a very popular name in those days, even before Breslov came along. <laughs> so Rav Nachman, two Rav Nachmans over here. So he asked him a question. According to you, the two yuds, we know by an animal, it doesn't say two yuds by an animal, it says God created animals with one yud. You mean animals don't have a yitzvah Yeah, that's his question. Don't they have a yitzvah the animals only have a yetzer atov, only one yud, only a yetzer atov. Vahaka chazina and the maska v'nashka bata. We see animals; they they damage and they bite and they kick. So how come they only have one yud? You mean they only have a yetzer? Ella, we see over here that what he has a whole different spin on the two yuds. Okay. Ker Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi, the Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi, Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi says, "Oily miyotri, if I go after my yetzer woe to me from my creator." And if I will not go by my Yitzra, only me Yitzri, I will go to me from my Yitzra. So in other words, he says, it's not Yitzra Tov and Yitzra. It's Yitzra and Hashem. Oily me Yitzri, oily me Yitzri. Woe to me from my Creator, woe to me from my Yitzra. I'm pulled in two directions. Not my, my evil inclination and good inclination, because everything has an evil inclination. In other words, even animals have an evil inclination. That's one Yud. One Yud is an evil inclination. So why do, does man have an extra yud? And the answer is the extra yud is not to tell you you have a good inclination. It's the extra yud to remind you of your creator. Woe to me for my... It's amazing. It's a beautiful idea. Imagine a person says, you know, I've got a battle going on in myself. Woe to me if I, follow, if I don't follow my Yitzra because the Yitzra was attacking me. And woe to me if I follow my Yitzra, Hashem will attack me. Oily me yotri, oily me yitri. Wow, wow. That's the second explanation. So the first explanation the Gemara has is two yuds. Why? Yitzra Tov and Yitzra. Second expression the Quran says, two Yuds Y, Yotzri and Yitzri. My Creator and my Yitzra. Now we come to the third expression of the Quran. Inami, or also, can Rabbi Yimri Abin Elazar. Like the explanation of Rabbi Yimri, the son of Elazar, do. Adam Rishon. Adam Rishon was not one person. Adam Rishon was. Two people. How? Back to back. Adam and Chabba were joined back to back like Siamese twins. So when it says Hashem created a woman from the Tzela, Tzela does not mean a rib, Tzela means a side. A side of the Mishkan. It says Tzela Mishkan. Same word used, Tzela. Sadi Lamed Ayin. Tzela Mishkan is the side of the Mishkan. It says Tzela, he created a woman from the Tzela. And Rashi brings down this Gemara over here, that Adam and Adam and Chava were created 
Back to back. Slimy is twins, back to back. And Hashem separates, makes sense. He created a created woman from a cellar. So he has to really separate them. They were created as one. Look at the language over here. It's very Kabbalistic over here. Let's see. In other words, the time he was he was created, he was created with two faces. And that's why it says two creations with two yuds. One creation, one yud for the creation of the man, one, crea- one yud for the creation of the woman. So we have three different opinions of what these two yuds are from. So uh, the Shari Kedusha is quoting one of these explanations. We have to understand that. There's three explanations of this idea. And then the Gemara goes into how did God create uh, the woman. Hashem created this woman from the Tzela. And Rav and Shimon had a big debate. Chadamar Patsuf. One opinion says that he created a woman from this from this back part of the man who also had a face. And the other opinion says, I don't want to say what it says. <laughs> it's pretty derogatory. Okay. So, we're, we're talking about Chaim Vital. So the question we had, okay, we said there's three parts to a person's consciousness. There's a, conscien- there's a consciousness, which is a dot, which is a person who has normal, normal person has a dot. Through which the uh, whole flow of life goes through the dot, and he understands things through his dot. And then this, behind that is the subconscious, which he said is the bina, and behind that is chokmah. And that's why it's very hard for chokmah to speak directly to you. Why? Because chokmah is hidden behind the subconscious, which is the bina. So he's got to filter it through the bina, and that's what meditation is for. Meditation is to get between the dot and the chokmah. If you can talk to your chokmah, chokmah is your neshama. So that's, that's the key. The key is to, to get through the, the subconscious. So now where does the Yetzirah and the Yetzirah Tov come into this? So that's our question. So now we have to understand is the Yetzirah and the Yetzirah Tov. What is the Yetzirah? What is an evil in connection? Did God create something evil? No. Huh? No, of course not. What did, what did God create? We well, created evil. What, is, what do you mean by evil? And the answer is it could be used for good, and it can be used for evil. The word ra can be written ra, resh, ayin, or it can be written ayin, resh, er. It's interesting, if you look at the people who know, they don't write in the books, in Hebrew, the letters have numerical values, gematria. So you want to write down 270, you put resh, ayin. No, you don't put resh, ayin, you put ayin, resh. You never write ra in a book. <laughs> at least those who do know what they're going on. Like you look at the Benish Rai. There's no Reish Ayin, it's Ayin Reish. You look in the Shulchan Aruch, it doesn't say Ayin Reish, it says Ayin Reish, not Reish Ayin. I say, what's going on over here? The answer is, they don't write Ra in the book. So we see that Ra is not really Ra. It's Ra in one way, it's Ra, but it can be go the other way. Air. Air means awake. Air means awake. So what's going on over here? What is this Yetzirah? And the answer we said, the Yetzirah is the desire to survive. Keeps us going. Desire to survive. So it's a mixture of good energy and bad energy reflected in its value and numerical value. The gematria of Ra, is that right? Uh, of Tahor and Tameh. So how much is the gematria of Tahor? Let's work it out. Uh, Ted is nine. 
Hey is 5, that's 14. 14 and 6 is 20. 220. Tahor is 220. Tameh is 40. And, and 10 is 50. 50 and 220 is... Ra! 270. Amazing. Tahor and Tameh together, defiled and clean together, spell out the word Ra. So what is Ra? Ra is a mixture of Tahor and Tameh. Anyways, there's not pure evil. There's no such thing as pure evil. Hashem does not create pure evil. There's always mixtures of evil. So some things are much more evil than, than good. So that's, we call that evil. Some things are a mixture, half-half. Not so bad. And some people are, you know, more good than bad. Or, as we call them, pure. As the Rambam says, right? Sadiq, what is the difference between Sadiq and Rasha? Yeah, more good deeds, Sadiq. More bad deeds, Rasha. But is a person evil? No, it's his, bad, it's his deeds which are evil. It's a mixture. We're, we are mixtures. So even the evil is not pure evil. It's mixtures. So the Yitzhara is really the, the, the impulse to survive. The Yitzhara is the impulse to survive. Created through living in this world. Anything in this world who's alive needs a will to live. So every animal has this will to live. And that's what we call Ra. Ra is air. I want to live. I want to live. And Ra is the gematria of Tahor and Tameh together. Amazing. 270 Tahor plus Tameh. 270. Amazing. What a gematria. What a powerful gematria. So that's what it means. Air means awake, participating in life. When you're awake, you're participating in life. So Ra is really the gift, the gift that God gave us to want to live. The only trouble is when you want to live, it's at someone else's expense. Right? How? So I want to live as a kid. I've got to wake my mother up. I'm going to trouble my father, trouble my mother, trouble my brothers, my sisters. They give me a life. So it's at someone else's expense. That's Ra. That's why it's called Ra. It's air. It's the will to live. But the will to live, you always have to bother people, unfortunately. It's tragic, right? You can't can imagine a person says, you know what, I don't accept favors. But it's a bother. The guy's sick. Who's going to look after him? He needs a favor of someone. Hopefully his wife, whatever, his children. But sometimes there's no one around. What do you do? You call 911. What are you going to do? You need a favor. That's evil. You're taking from someone else. And the answer is you have no choice. It's minimized easy. Hashem wants you to live. So it's a minimum of evil. But you have to try and give it back. I mean, so don't worry, they'll charge you. Don't worry. You pay it back. It's not like you get a freebie. But some people, you know, they give. They give us. Some people are givers and they give. And you take and you give. And they, they give you. They give you. It's nice. But uh, that's evil. Evil is just taking and taking and taking. No gift back. Why am I taking? I'm taking because I want to live. Suppose he comes for Sadaka. He wants to live. Why does he come for Sadaka? Because he wants to live. Right? He wants to live. We're going to talk about this. A tremendous musar. So can you imagine the, the, the humiliation of putting your hand out? Some people don't get humiliated, but they should. They get humiliated of putting your hand out and going to someone and saying, can you give me? I'm sure a person does it often enough, they forget that. But it's humiliation. It really is humiliation. So why did they put their hand out? Because they want to live. They want to live. So Yisrael Salanta says, Suppose you say the same thing with spirituality. I need that spirituality to live. If we would put our spirituality and our power without physicality, a person says, you know, I'm hungry, I'm starving, I need to eat. Halavai, we would use that as also in spiritual world as well. Say, listen, I can't live without this spirituality. There were people like that, very few and far between, who say, you know, I can't without that little spirituality, I can't live, I can't make it through the day, I need that spirituality. Halavai would make that. Okay, so beautiful idea, beautiful idea over here. What is the Yitzhara? Yitzhara is a mixture of Tameh and Tahor, 
it's good if it's air it's it's used to, for life and it can be rot as well when it becomes narcissistic how did i say right narcissistic narcissistic right narcissistic so what's a narcissistic means i'm self-centered totally self-centered all i care about is myself all i care about is my pleasures so uh, my idea is Yetzirah, what's the Yetzirah, Yetzirah, is to keep you alive. Okay, it's all my life now. But then all I think about is myself, 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 and that's the Yetzirah. That's why a child is, has a Yetzirah before the Yetzirah Tov, because children don't think of others until they get to the age of Bar Mitzvah. Bar Mitzvah depends also on the upbringing. That's the job of the parent, is to teach the children there's other people in the world they have to think about as well, not just yourself. So, the Yetzirah, now it's interesting, the Yetzirah, these two Yetzirahs, now think of the word, Yetzirah, inclination, comes from the word to create. What's the connection between creation and, and inclination? And the answer is because the inclinations are developing as well. Whereas it's not something static. A person's Yetzirah is not static. Amazing idea. A person's Yetzirah Tov is never static. It says, Kola Gadol Mechavero Yitzro Gadol Whoever's greater than his friend, his Yetzirah, just screw with him. In other words, uh, the greater a person becomes, the bigger the Yetzirah becomes. It's not something static, so it's a, it's a work in progress. That's why it's called a Yetzirah, which is formation. It's being formed all the time. Mm-hmm. And same thing, Yetzirah Tov. The more a person does good, the Ramah says, the more they do good. Mitzvah, scha, mitzvah, mitzvah. The reward of a mitzvah is another mitzvah. He's going to be better and better, therefore the Yetzirah Tov is also developing. Sometimes they're regressing, sometimes they're developing. Sometimes the Yetzirah is, uh, is getting bigger, sometimes the Yetzirah gets smaller. It depends on the day of the, of the week. On Shabbat, the Yetzirah may be smaller for some people. I know for myself, it's smaller. You have no TV, you have no radio, you have no internet, you have no phone. All you can do is fight with your wife. That's all you can do on Shabbat. <laughs> you don't want to do that on Shabbat. Not fighting. Asur, Asur. I'm just saying, there's different kinds of Yetzirah different days of the week. Yom Kippur, or Yetzirah, if you're here in the shul all day, the only Yetzirah could be, you may want to talk to your friend. How many Yetzirahs are there? You know what I mean? You can't eat, you can't do this, you can't do that. You're stuck in the... That's it. So it depends on the day of the week. It's amazing. The Yetzirah also depends on the day of the week. If it's a vacation time, it may be worse, the Yetzirah. If it's not vacation time, people are working, they may be keeping them out of mischief. So it depends on the day of the week. So the Yetzirah, why is it called the Yetzirah? Because it's an act of creation every second. The Yetzirah is not static. It's amazing. The Yetzirah Tov is not static, and the Yetzirah is not static. It's called the Yetzirah because it's, it's totally under formation all the time. Wow. That's brilliant. Isn't that brilliant? What a, what a word. You can't use a static word. It's not ra, it's more a static word. Yetzer is not static. Yetzer is formation. It's created. It's being. It's a work in progress. And that's the pshat of Rabbi Tversky. He always says, Naseh. Hashem says, let us make man. Naseh hadam. What do we naseh? So who's he talking to? So everyone in the Rashi says he's talking to the angels. Let us make man in plural. He's asking permission from the angels. We learn from there. A good manager should always ask his subordinates what they think. That's the Rashi. However... Rav Tversky has another spin. He says, let us make man is man is also part of his formation. Hashem's talking to man. Let us make man. You have to also be part of making yourself. Because you are working on your so You are creating your inclinations. You are forming your inclinations. So if you're forming good inclinations, you become a good person. If you're forming bad inclinations, you become a bad person. You are in the process of creation as well. Very beautiful. The first time this noun, now Yetzer is used as a verb. When it's used as a noun, the Yetzirah is a noun. We refer to the Yetzirah as a noun. Yetzirah is the, it's the name of something. It's the name of the Yetzirah, of the inclination. But in the Torah before that, it's always used as 
a, a verb. I'm creating, Hashem is creating, Hashem is creating. So where does it use as a noun? The first time it's used as a noun, Yetzir Machshavot Libor Rakarakolayom. In the Parashat Noah, talks about when, when uh, the, the flood, before the Mabul. The person's mind, the product of his mind was evil the whole day. The only time it's used as a, a noun, the first time it's used as a noun is in a bad t- term. Yetzir is evil. So what is this Yetzir? Yetzir Machshavot It's not talking about the It says the Yetzir Machshavot The Yetzir of it, the thoughts of his head. What are the Yetzirs? What's the Yetzir then? The creation of his thoughts are evil all the time. It's not saying his Yetzir is evil. It's saying the create. if you're reading, it's amazing. The Yetzir implies the product of thought. His product of his thought is evil all the time. In other words, both Yetzirs develop through thought and focus. Amazing. How does a person's yetzer develop? The good inclination develops through having good thoughts, and the bad inclination develops having bad thoughts. Very <laughs> blind. And that's why it's so important what stimuli a person sees. You'll put judges and police in all your gates. What gates? The Arizal says all your, all your senses, the five senses. Right? Before you see something, make sure you judge it. Have a judge over there and have a policeman. you got the guard over there. Stop the eyes. It's very powerful. The eyes are very powerful. To create more Yetzirah. And the Yetzirah goes through the eyes. It goes through the senses. The person, wow. A nice perfume. Who's wearing that perfume? Let's see. Ah, a perfume. Okay. So it encourages someone. So again, a person is going to put a limit over there. Uh, hear, hearing, right? Yetzirah, you're going to put limits over there. It's bad talk. What kind of speech are they talking about? Bad, let me move away a little bit. Okay? So that's the, the answer. It develops through our thoughts and our focuses. Whether through actual thinking or just by thinking without even thinking. Right? That person daydreams during the day. Walter Mitty, right? Anyone know Walter Mitty? So they dream, a person dreams. So dreams during the day. Daydreaming. So what are you dreaming about? So it says, I'm not going to tell you what men all normally think about. There's two things men always think about. One of them is money. The other one I'm not going to talk about. But that's what people think about all the time. It's like constant. It's like a natural thing. But that's, that is encouraging the Moyetzara. That's why a person is called. That's what Ben Lagan says many times, right? The pit was empty. What's inside the pit? Scorpions. Snakes and scorpions. If a person's mind is empty, it's automatically full of garbage. Automatically. It's automatic. It's amazing. That's why we have to fill our minds with Torah. That's what we're doing. Listen to Torah. Hear Torah. Learn Torah. So it's a person's mental choices that we're thinking that influences our Yetzer. Amazing. This is powerful. Yetzer makshivot libo. The products of the thoughts of their hearts are evil all the day. Yetzer makshivot. So we see the Yetzer is what produces the thoughts. And the thoughts influence the Yetzer. But sometimes it's just the thoughts without the Yetzer. The Yetzer is not involved because if you're sitting in front of a TV, you're not really thinking. So it's not a product of you, your thoughts. Perhaps someone else's Yetzer. That's the problem with being a Hollywood director. They, they get a lot of Averot, I tell you, these guys. A lot of all these sins on their head. And it should be on their head. Because they deserve it. They're evil, evil people. Showing evil things to multitudes of people. Can you imagine? Showing violence and other things. Well, they, you know, says so the average child by the age of 18 has seen 18,000 murders on TV. Eighteen thousand murders, and a lot of them are in cartoons. It's amazing. So you think of cartoons, you see Tom and Jerry always hitting each other and smacking okay. each other and killing each other. The tablet says the Yetzirah starts when when the child comes out of the womb, because that's the struggle for survival. The struggle for survival is the Yetzirah. It's the Yetzirah. We said it's air. It's it's not bad. It's just air. It wants to stay alive. 
You know, that's, Hashem gives this gift. If Hashem would not have given us the gift of staying alive, we wouldn't be alive today. Very simple. A person would just wake up and say, oh God, don't trouble my mummy, I'm going back to sleep. I can't trouble anyone. What would a person do if he can't trouble anyone? He, can't, he won't be able to live. Or life. So that is the Yitzir. We need that Yitzir. We need the struggle to live, to battle against adversity is the Yitzir. The energy and the essence of the Yitzir. Look at it. Look at today's society, right? If you have a big sale in Macy's or whatever, Apple comes out with a new product. Two blocks around the store, people are camped outside. That was the first iPhone, right? It was the first one, second one, third one. And then it sort of wore out a bit. But they have this new one coming out, i8, the iPhone 8. And it's a big leap. It's not such a micro, it's a big leap, apparently. I don't know. I don't but would I camp outside for two, two, two weeks outside of the Apple store to get an i8? No, I wouldn't do it. But you see the Yitzhara over here. The power of the Yitzhara is the camp. It can make a person do crazy things for what? For garbage. And look at the power of the Yitzhara Tov. How many people camp outside the shul for Yom Kippur? Have you ever seen anyone camping outside, waiting outside? I know two people who sat outside the shul and they're not both passed away. Unfortunately, the best people. Mamrud was one of them. His sons, his sons sometimes come. So sit outside the shul. Before Slichot, he was waiting. 5.30, he's sitting outside. Ira does that sometimes. <laughs> Saying, oh, sure, come on, it's great, isn't that great? He says, how come, where, where, where's it? It's not 6 o'clock yet. Yeah, but where? 5.30, people should be here. It's a, that is the Yetzirah Tov, but you see the power today, the power of the Yetzirah Tov and the power of Yetzirah. Yetzirah has tremendous power. Yetzirah has tremendous power. People go to a ball game and they stand in line. I don't know how, understand. how do you do that? I would never stand in line for anywhere else. Standing in line in the bank is bad enough for me. I go, hey, I hate waiting at a traffic light. Come on, standing at a ball game, waiting for three hours to get in, parking, and then coming home. Oh, God, forget about it. But the internet says, you know what? I want to see the ball game. I'm so interested. I'm so da 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 da. For what? To see a human being, a grown up man, hit a ball. Makes sense. And they get paid for tremendous amounts of money. You see the power of the internet? They get paid to hit a ball. It's a big chokmah to hit a ball. And the teacher is teaching children is get paid peanuts. And the, the surgeon is getting paid much less than the guy hitting the ball. This is our society. So the answer is necessary for physical survival. But it's desire, the trouble when it takes over, is just pure pleasure. So, okay, we need some pleasure to survive, but it doesn't just end there. That's the trouble. It doesn't end there. The answer takes over and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. More pleasure, more pleasure. It seeks more self-awareness through the senses, left to its own devices. It can trigger all sorts of ego-fulfilling behavioral tendencies. However, through learning experiences, we can refine and channel this primal urge to desire for spiritual self-awareness. So our mission really is not to destroy the Yetzirah. Our mission is Parati Yetzirah, Parati Torah Tavlin. Mistranslated. I created the Yetzirah, Hashem says, and I created the Torah as a spice. Ooh, not an antidote. Usually, usually tra- translates as an antidote. It's not an antidote. The Torah is a tavlin, a spice, to make the Yetzirah edible by us. Makes it palatable for us. What do you mean palatable? It means for us to be able to manipulate it. If you could manipulate Yetzirah, you just tame that wild horse inside you. You have much more power now. Wow. Because if you just have a Yetzirah Tov, the Yetzirah Tov is limited. Like, how much can I push you? Right. But the Yetzirah is like the difference between going to a rabbi's class and going to a concert of, uh, I don't know who, 
Rolling Stones, I don't know. Energy. Man, Meshugayim. Meshugayim. They're jumping all over the thing. You can't compare the two, can you? The rabbi doesn't jump around. He doesn't entertain. He doesn't... Some rabbis do, maybe. I don't know. They don't have a big microphone. They have strobes, lights, and flashing, and this and that. Yeah, these guys are flashing. Look at the power. They're jumping around. They want people to go mad. They're all in trance state. The rabbi's talking about sleeping. This guy, they're all, they're all jumping around. See how powerful the Yitzhara is. If we can harness that Yitzhara, you're harnessing that wild animal inside you to do good. That's the power of the Yitzhara. That's what we have to do. So a person has to learn, and through our learning experiences, we can refine and channel this primal urge. To a desire for spiritual self-awareness. That's the trick. The trick is to use that Yitzhara. It's a very powerful tool to use it for good. Take that wild horse and train it to do good. And then you have a very powerful thing at your disposal. Because it's much more powerful than the Yitzhara The drive can be altered. That's the thing. That's the, that's, that's the trick. The trick is to alter the drive to make it a tavlin, to make the Yitzhara, the Torah is a tavlin, to be able to digest that Yitzhara. Profoundly, Arizal says, okay, Arizal always talks about husks, the kali. In Hebrew, it's klipa. I don't want to say the word klipa. Kabbalists don't say the word klipa. They say kali. Kali for sure. It's okay. So it's a husk. So inside you have the Yetzirah Tov. Right? Inside the Yetzirah Tov you have the Neshama. You have the Neshama. Around the Neshama is a peel called the Yetzirah Tov. And around the Yetzirah Tov is the Yetzirah. And around the Yetzirah is the Nefesh. And around the Nefesh is the blood that keeps the Nefesh alive. That's the system of that reason. So let's do that again. The Neshama is the core. What keeps the person alive is their soul. So you imagine like, like a tree. A tree. The inside, uh, right inside your brain is the neshama is coming into your brain. It keeps the, the soul comes into the brain, right? Around the soul is the yetzer hatov. And it's very linked to the soul. Around the yetzer hatov is the husk around it. There's like a peel to get to the fruit. But it, the, the job of the peel is, it's a shomer. It guards the fruit. What guards the good is the evil. Not evil, we said it's a mixture. Because without that evil, the guy would not be alive. So what's guarding us is the, that Yetzirah, is guarding the, the person. And outside that Yetzirah is the Nefesh, which is the lower part of the soul, which is the, the ability to stay alive. And beyond that is the, the body, basically. Amazing. So Neshama, inside, Yetzirah Tov, Yetzirah, Nefesh, blood. Well, body, right? So he says, Arizal says, the Yetzirah is the husk of the Yetzirah Tov, like the peel of the fruit. The Yetzirah, the urges of the body, exist to serve the Yetzirah Tov and protect it. Imagine a person says, you know what, I'm going to go without food for four days. I want to be holy. I want to be like Moshe Rabbein. Let's go 40 days without food. How long is that person going to survive? A week. A week. Because of food or water? Water. It's impossible. I hear it. So come on, it's coming from the Yetzirah Tov. The Yetzirah Tov says, don't eat. Don't drink. Yeah, be an angel. Become an angel. The angel says, one second, you're going to be an angel, you're going to be a dead angel. <laughs> so we have to stay alive. So you need the Yetzirah to keep a person alive. It's the guard of the fruit. It's the guardian. It's the guardian of the Yetzirah Tov. Keeps the Yetzirah Tov going. If a person conducts themselves properly, and this is a famous Rambam, we're doing this on Sunday mornings with the women. Famous Rambam, that a person's got to have both. You've got to find the middle of the road. It's not good to go into extremes. You just do that, right? A person shouldn't be a monk in a monastery and not get married and not have children, not, not wear nice clothes and not have a nice house. It's, not, it's the opposite of Judaism. Why? Where do you learn from? From a Nazir. 
A Nazir, when he finishes his being a Nazirite, he has to bring a korban. Which korban does he bring? A sin offering. Why does he have a sin offering? Because he abstained from wine, which is allowed. It's enough the Torah forbids. We don't have to increase. Because it shouldn't be an extremist. We need to have, we need to stay alive. A person conducts themselves properly, making the right moral choices and fulfilling Hashem's will. The Yitzhah will help and strengthen the Yitzhah Tov. Wow! Adding its own energy to the Yitzhah Tov. So when it says David Melech killed his Yitzhah, what does it mean he killed his Yitzhah? He transformed the Yitzhah into his Yitzhah Tov. He didn't kill it. He changed it. That's how you kill it. You know, we need to kill the Yitzhah. You shouldn't kill the Yitzhah because the Yitzhah is the most energy. gives you the most energy. Opposed to that, Yitzhah will be dead. What happens, it says, the animals never had children. The, the, the chickens stopped laying eggs. You can't live without Yitzhah. You'll do nothing. You won't go to work. You won't go to work. You won't get married. You won't build a house. You have no Yitzhah. There's no desire. But use that desire. Manipulate it. Make that desire part of the Yitzhah. Then you'll do everything in a good way. That's the idea. That's the idea. Because the zest comes from the Yitzhah. Amazing. So the Yitzhahs are spiritual forces created to help us. The purpose is to care for the divine soul, to assist it in its work with the physical. The Yitzvah is not evil, it's a required ingredient of man's existence. It's a force created by the soul's will to be, helping it thrive within the material plane. So without the Yitzvah, Rappas will not thrive in the material plane, because the soul is totally spiritual and the body is physical, and how do I get that soul to think physic- physically? Without the Yitzvah, the soul will not be able to think physically. The soul will not think about food. The soul will not think about drink. The soul will not think about think about clothing. The soul will not think about having children. The soul will not think about going to work. So, what brings the soul back to, down to earth is the yetsir hara. Uh, uh, one question, Rabbi. You mentioning that um, it feels like an onion, right? No, I didn't say onion. I didn't say that's you. You're no, saying onion. You're saying onion. My my thing. I was thinking like that. But yeah. like you say neshama, yeah. and then the yetsir tov, yetsir hara. But, and then you say nefesh. Maybe the jetzer is the ruach? No, 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 but, uh, you know, we're... We're just generalizing right now. Oh, generalizing. We're generalizing. You're not exact. It's not exact. This is just a generalization. Because don't forget, we're trying to get to the point where we can see where is... We're trying to get from... Let's see what we're trying to do. We're trying to get to meditation. What is meditation? We said to dot, to break through the subconscious, to get to the neshama. Mm-hmm. And what's in between? The, the bina. There's other things there as well. And that's where the Yisra, Yisra Tovar. So it's not just getting it through the Bina. It's also, we've got to see where is, in this system, where is the Yisra itself. So we said it's around the Neshama. Because you're not just going through the Bina, you're also going through the Yisra'im. You have to break through. It's the big barriers over here. So as just like salt preserves meat, the Yisra preserves and cares for the living organism. As the horse helps the rider, the Yisra enables interaction with this world. Like salt, it has to be applied in the right measure. Like a horse, is going to be controlled. If the Yetzirah is not controlled, the Gemara says, a person does not sin unless Niknasbo Ruach Shtut, a spirit of foolishness, falls into it. What does that mean, foolishness? Foolishness only takes hold of the Yetzirah's narcissistic nature. That's what makes it gain the upper hand. So, if this force goes overboard... If the person tastes fruit, the Yetzirah becomes drawn to, then self-expression, that's the fruit of the, of the tree, knowledge of good and evil. That's the fruit. Fruit is something which the Yetzirah tastes 
He says, well, I want more of this. I want more of this. I'm physical. I'm, I want the, all the physical desires because I just, my physical desire was just turned on. My physical desire was turned on. That's the fruit of the Yetzirah, the, the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. The Yetzirah gets turned on because now, oh, wow, I never knew this. Before I was innocent, but now I know it. That's the fruit. That's what I want. That's what, that's my, that's what I want. So, from the verse, Yetzir Makshavot Libor, the products of the thoughts of the heart. We, we see that what? The Yetzirahim, both the Yetzirahim, the Yetzirah Tov and the Yetzirah are linked, are connected to the thoughts of the heart and mind. Both Yetzirahs use emotive imagery to influence the thinking Chokhmah mind. And the Yetzirah starts with fantasy and emotion. The Yetzirah Tov closer to the Neshama with intellect. Thus, by regular use of positive imagery, may counteract, train, or transform the Yetzirah. So let, that's what we're going to talk about, how to use imagery to transform ourselves. That's what meditation is all about, to use the imagery to think about certain things that can transform us. So a person sees good things and thinks good things and learns Torah and good things, they're transforming their Yetzirah. A person sees bad things, they're, they're making the Yetzirah even bigger. Okay. All right. So it's interesting because the boundary between the conscious and the subconscious, which is called the conscious critical faculty, um, in a young mind has not really matured. And therefore a child is often in a semi-trance state, open to suggestive influences. The fertile mind is recording, readjusting, ingraining habits, reactions and responses based on the senses experiences in the heart-mind imagery. His behavior veers to the egotistical because this is the inner mind, this is the child. It's not developed yet. The choices are strongly influenced by the physical senses. That's why the rabbis say the child only has a yetzerah. And each time he acts on his inclination, he increases the energy of the yetzerah. But when he does good things, I think you've got to force a kid to do good things. The good, the good kid naturally, very few kids naturally do good. You know, that's a famous book, right? Lord of the Flies, right? Mm-hmm. They put the kids on a desert island, right? Boys, yeah. boys. Only boys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Only boys. They put the boys on the desert island and they end up eating one of the others, right? They turn into cannibals. Why? You know, it's a, it's a powerful message that we're not naturally good. Judaism says we're not naturally good. We are naturally innocent. We're innocent. We're not good. We're both. And we say a child, children have more of a yet rather than they're egotistical. They, they're into themselves. So... People think, you know, that's one of the biggest misconceptions that today's society has. One of the biggest disasters. I, you know, someone keeps on saying this is uh, Dennis Prager. One of the biggest mistakes in the public school system is that children are not naturally good. Wrong! Not naturally good. They're naturally innocent, but they're not naturally good. Okay, so it's interesting. Christianity came to them the other way. Original sin. Original We're all sin. guilty. Judas says, no, you're not all guilty. You're all innocent. We're not held responsible for what other people did. The child doesn't die for the sins of his fathers, right? Normally. But uh, we're innocent, but we're more prone to evil because we have this Yitzhara. We're more prone to evil. What would happen if all the girls were on the desert island? Same thing. Build a uh, utopia. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> okay. Be good, good, uh, good. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. An experiment. Should do an experiment, but it's uh, it's hard to do that experiment. All right. So, what uh, are Elohim This is a very very powerful idea here. 
So the Torah says, what do we say in the Shema? What do we say? And what is Hashem going to do? Haraf Hashem. Hashem is going to go crazy. They're going to serve other gods, and Hashem goes crazy. You serve other gods, Hashem goes crazy. So, Elohim Acherim, other gods. And we believe in the holy God. It's two different things. So that's, where does the other gods come from? And the answer, it comes from the imagery of the mind. The other gods. It's the imagery of the mind. It's feeding the Yetzirah. So what came first? The Yetzirah or the imagery of the mind? That's the question. What comes first? So a person looks at the world and says, you know, there's a sun, there's a moon, there's a star, there's so many different powers in the world. So each power must have their own energy. And therefore each one must have their own God, in a sense. So you're feeding into the system by just by thinking, and then the brain manipulates all the evidence and, and comes out with its own logic. So what comes first, the Yetzirah or the thoughts? So thoughts can feed the brain and can feed the Yetzirah. Rabbi Nachman says that the Yetzirah, he defines as the power of fantasy. He says through the power of fantasy you can, you can arrive at evil and the power of fantasy you can arrive at good. You can fantasize about good things. That's amazing. Right? Can you imagine? Imagination. A fantasy about making this world a better place. A person fantasizes, you know, how... Tikkun olam. Let's fix this whole world. Imagine, Yishayahu Navi. It's all fantasy. Think about Yishayahu Navi, right? Uh, they'll beat their plows, they'll beat their swords into plowshares. No nation will lift up a sword on another nation. Halavai. Can you imagine using all that money for military hardware? Look at what's going on in the world. Crazy lunatics. They're going to blow, blow each other up. They're going to blow us up. All of us. All of us are going to be blown up. Hydrogen bombs. This guy's lunatic has a hydrogen bomb. And he's got a missiles as well to send them over. Boy, boy. What's going to happen? Hold everyone in suspense. Hold your breath. It's scary stuff. So what happened over here? And the answer is because they're not thinking enough about good things. Think about utopia. Can you imagine? Yishayon Avi gives us this image of utopia. Can you imagine? Think about it. Who gave the world an image of a utopia? A Jewish prophet. Where did he get it from? From God. God. This is God's idea, God's vision of utopia. This is, this is heaven and earth. Heaven and earth is where we, uh, nations will get along under the kingship of God. So if we think about that enough, and some people do think about it. Some people are trying to better the world. Some people are trying to make the world a better place. On the other hand, you have lunatics who all they think about is their own ego. That's Yetzirah. The Yetzirah turns into narcissistic. Narcissistic. It's my power, my glory, my this, my desire, my that, my that. Dictator. He's totally against this utopia idea. Because his idea of utopia is whole world under my control. That's my utopia. So can you imagine the fantasies now leading to strengthening the Yetzirah Tov or strengthening the Yetzirah So things a person thinks about, can you imagine, it's not just, I didn't do anything, I just thought. No, your thoughts something. Your thoughts are the things that feed. That's why it's called the Yetzirah, because it's being formed. It's the act of formation. I'm forming my own Yetzirah. How do I form my Yetzirah? By, by manipulating what I'm looking at and thinking of that and making it bad in my head and, and having bad images in my head. That's, I'm forming my Yetzirah. And how do I form my Yetzirah Tov? By having good thoughts and making my Yetzirah Tov stronger. So the imagination influences both Yetzirahs. They can influence behavioral development. And thoughts, we said, are very, very powerful because they affect even the higher realms. So you can imagine. Your thinking is affecting the higher worlds and the higher worlds are influencing, influencing the lower worlds. So you just create a chain reaction. It's, a, it's what's called the vicious cycle. Right? Your thoughts are affecting higher worlds, so they're good thoughts, they're affecting good, beautiful things. And they're bringing down beautiful energies. 
you're affecting the higher worlds with bad thoughts, you're affecting the higher worlds with bad energies, and you're bringing down bad energies into the world. So, an effective way, this is a very nice meditation right here, an effective way to overcome the Yitzhara is to imagine seeing yourself in a good behavioral mode and enjoying it. Enjoying being good. You view yourself giving out tzedakah, and you say, wow, I'm enjoying this. It's fantastic, because I'm a giver, not a taker. It's, it's, there's a guy who went to the Kotel. Where did he come from? Argentina? He wasn't religious at all. He just went to the Kotel, took out $100 bills and started giving them out. Multi-million, obviously. Yeah. $100 bills, and there's a whole line of people uh, ready to take. It's not, it's not hard to find takers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he was standing over there. He had a long ponytail, a little small keeper. He's giving out, okay. Don't ask questions. They'll take, no problem. I can imagine you being the one who's giving out dollar bills. Oh, that's great. An idea. I want to give to other people. I just want to give to other people. That's great. That's a great thing. You know, and, and enjoying it, not just giving out and saying, ah, we don't, we don't. but enjoying the act of giving. That's powerful imagery. But I said, you know what? I want to, I want to be in the shul all day in Yom Kippur. I'm enjoying it. I really do enjoy it. So the person thinks I'm enjoying it. You're just, you're just helping your Yetzirah Tov. You're just building up your Yetzirah Tov. You're knocking your Yetzirah. Because the Yetzirah says, no, but it's bad. I don't think it's bad. I think it's good. I'm imagining it as something really good. Imagine the experience of coming to Shul as something really good and something I enjoy so much, and you'll be one of the first ones there, for sure, guaranteed. Happened to me. <laughs> it happened to me. It took a while, but it happened to me. I, I was around 17, 18 when I really took, started taking Shul seriously. Really, I said, well, listen, if there's a God and I'm worshipping God, so let me do it properly. Why, why am I playing games? Well, why should I come late? Imagine me coming late. You believe in God. God is there waiting for you. And I come late. And he's my creator. And I'm coming late. He's the master of the universe. It's very hard. It's, it's a very hard. So then Yitzhara is saying to yourself, yeah, you don't enjoy it. It's not good. You come, come a bit later. You can't, you can't sit through the whole service. It's too long. So when you're telling yourself, you're, you're increasing the Yitzhara. But if you say, ah, but I enjoy every second of the time, and I get credit for it every time, I'm so enjoyable, of course you're going to be there from the beginning to the end. So this meditative technique is that became Rabbi Yisrael Salanta. He says, this is part of the service of the heart. <laughs> to serve God with all your heart. How do you serve God with your heart? By serving God with your imagination. Wow, that's powerful. Imagine. How many people talk about serving God with your imagination? How do you serve God with your imagination? By imagining good things to be good and beneficial for you and pleasurable for you. And then you're increasing your yourself at all. But if you imagine good things to be bad for you and hard for you and then you'll never do it. Very simple. Okay. It's a very old book. Sefer Maspik. Sefer Maspik advises. One should use one's imagination to imagine scenes that inspire enthusiasm in divine worship. This is amazing. I don't know who wrote this book. Sefer must speak. Okay, I gotta look it up. Sefer must speak. So he says a person should use their imagination to to encourage themselves. I can do it. You know, one of the most powerful books for kids is the little engine that could. You know what's good about it is you can write it as well because there's no copyrights. <laughs> Anyone can make another edition, right? You can make another edition and you know, be a bestseller because it's, it is a bestseller. Little Engine of Good, you have nice pictures over there. You know, Thomas the Tank Engine. I, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. So how does that work? And the answer is if you really think you can do it, you can do it. 
It's subjective in your mind, and the same thing with the Yitzhak Tov. But it says, you know, I love mitzvot, I like to do mitzvot, I can do it mitzvot, and I enjoy it. You're going to do it for sure. That increases the Yitzhak. That's why it's called the Yitzhak, because you're, you're working, you're forming your Yitzhak. You are forming it, you're making it bigger. So, okay, so a very, very powerful idea. So what is the Yitzhak? The Yitzhak is the inclination. What is the inclination? Why is the word a Yitzhak? Because Yitzhak means formation. You're actually forming your own Yetzer. That's powerful. And what makes you, what helps you to form your Yetzer? Your imagination is the vehicle which you talk to your Yetzer. Now, we said before, okay, so let's just recap. So you're talking to your Yetzer by imagining things. So you imagine holy things are good and, and, and uh, helpful and uh, desirable and pleasurable. You just increase your Yetzer at all. And you knock your Yetzer out. You just imagine that bad things are good and I want this and I desire this and I desire this. You're increasing your Yetzirah. You're knocking Yetzirah off. You're forming, you're forming them. They're moving. They're, they're, you're manipulating them. And then we said the thoughts not just stay in this world. The thoughts go up to the highest levels because they're Neshama, they thoughts. You're going up to the highest levels of the world. And therefore you're creating ba- good energies of the world above and it's coming down again as good energies. Or you're creating bad energies of the world above and you're bringing down bad energies. Okay, we've got to stop here. We'll all create good energies. We need to do it now before. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.